Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh. Well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. Hey, it's Jamal. My Yamo Stony. <laughs> hey, you guys. Welcome <laughs> back to the Thanks for Coming podcast. Uh, the magically gay podcast that, um, you know what, before we get too far into it, I just have one question for you guys. Did you or did you not come for me last week? <laughs> we might have came for you just a little bit, but... Stoney was feeling the shade pressure, so he was trying to, like, do <laughs> up the shade. I was just there. Uh-huh. I mean, I was just listening. I was like, what in my gay life is happening now? I leave for one week (laughs) and they try and shade me. Okay. Uh, You know how it is. We can't like, I don't know. If you're not going to be on the podcast, then we have to like shade you a little bit, right? I mean, I was just over there like, Oh, <laughs> well, you are pheromone, like we said. So, <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna do that for the rest of the podcast. So, get ready. <laughs> Nick started that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they're like, I or I, I forgot if it was you or Nick, but someone was like, oh, Seth is the pheromone, and they like basically look the same. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm not even offended because Farah is like really attractive. And I was like, I'll take it. Well, well, no, it was like when I was watching and I don't know why it is. Like I didn't know haircut. It's the haircut. I think like, because you had your hair similar to it's hers punk rock yeah. that she has at this season, like punk rock kind of look. Yeah. Like, so I don't know, like, when I saw her this season, I was like, oh, my God, like, Seth and her look very similar. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, Seth this Farah. <laughs> I'll take it, girl. I will own that. You know, I definitely, <laughs> like, relate to her, I think, because, um, well, I mean, it was, like, my first day back from vacation, and I cried at work. So we're basically, like, the same. <laughs> oh, no. We both cry at work. So, like, we're basically the same. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, did you fall? doing a burlesque uh, performance at work as well yeah i did actually <laughs> it was really kind Whoa. of strange i had i had this compact delivered and, and i had the same act, same outfit on under my like work clothes and so i did like this whole burlesque dance and everyone was really confused well damn monday's gonna monday you know yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. I wish I could say the reason why I cried at work was because I fell on one of my pieces of clothing, but unfortunately, it's <laughs> not the case. <laughs> but um but yeah, I'll own that for sure and um yeah, I, I I really enjoyed listening to the podcast. I really enjoyed not having to do anything all week. <laughs> um and uh yeah so welcome back y'all you wanted a twist oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get all started bitch also i hope you guys enjoyed having nick on the show last week because that's probably the last time he's gonna be on the show so <laughs> he's officially uninvited back as a host i heard everything you said and i don't appreciate your shade sir <laughs> you are banned <laughs> 
She's back on the mic. You just tragic. Take your jacket and go. I said good day. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> My team is not <laughs> the worst team. Okay. None of us picked Jasmine and we were all right. So <laughs> I mean, you earned two points with Gia Gun, so I mean yeah. it's totally all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with my two points, you know. I might not be a shower, but we're a grower, you know, me and my team. So There you go. Yeah, we're going to take <laughs> over once Farrah gets voted off next episode. <laughs> oh, no. After she drowns in her own tears. <laughs> yeah. I was like girl i mean there was a lot of crying actually there was a lot of um there was a lot of everyone doing what they're known for <laughs> like you know it was kind of a little bit too much almost you know it was yeah like monet was doing a lot of sponge stuff pharaoh's crying a lot jasmine was trying to do an insta live from said it was really weird <laughs> uh, she really was i was like this is a happening girl love you sis but so many notes <laughs> yeah i i i actually did enjoy gia's entrance look i know that was a critical point for you guys in the podcast but i enjoyed it mm-hmm. i love love my sis i'm happy she's on my team i'm hoping that she has to apologize to someone so that i can get a couple more points and <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's yeah. were, to win were you also bored like gia during valentina's performance <laughs> Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, like watching 27 lip syncs like during the talent show was kind of like, okay, like it was not brown cow stunning. I don't know. (laughs) Like, girl, that was, yeah, it was just too, it was just, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed, I just want to preface, I enjoyed the episode. I am enjoying the cast, but it just felt like for all stars, it felt a little underwhelming. I I actually agree with that. I think um, that was the one thing I was actually surprised about. Like I was probably my favorite from that whole like talent show was um, Manila's uh, painting. Yeah. Just because it was like so different and it was like unique. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they didn't even like give her the top. They were mm-hmm. just like, you're safe. <laughs> yeah. That was really strange to me. Um that was a pretty epic talent. I mean, like, uh, not Jasmine. Monique's, like, Brown Cow Stunning song was probably the best, one of the tops. But, I mean, the bar was pretty low. I mean, the whole song was just, like, saying, oh, are you Brown Cow Stunning? Are you Brown Cow Stunning? I was like, girl. I mean, she did dance really well, so I guess that's good. <laughs> but Monet, Monet's song was pretty much a flop. Yeah, <laughs> like it was bad. <laughs> like had Farah not fallen, like hers probably would have been the best. Uh, Gia's was really awesome, but she didn't get credit for it because hers wasn't like flashy. It was like more of an artistic, like subdued performance. So she kind of got looked over. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed Gia's performance as well. Yeah, I enjoyed Gia's performance a lot. It was kind of a bummer that they just like are giving her the villain edit basically, so she couldn't win. <laughs> well, she needs to run her mouth you know, back just a smidge. I mean, I'm kind of living for it though. <laughs> I am too, actually. I'm on, actually on. I team mean, we're going to live one. for it, but you know what those producers are going to air. But I'm just saying like, 
This is the Gia that we know and love, and I I loved every part of Gia just being super shady. Yeah, like even her just being like bored with Valentino's performance. I was like, yes, I love you for. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was boring. She just lip synced to a song. Like that's if you can't do that, like why are you even on the show? (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, girl. I have so many thoughts. Also, so tucking is not a talent i thought trinity's performance was like mildly entertaining i guess because she just stood behind this thing the whole time and it was just like okay well i mean obviously you can't show talking but i don't know yeah i guess for me i thought it was kind of like i didn't think it was like the greatest like i was actually kind of surprised like how much they praised her for it but it, it kind of just reminded me of like I don't know, like going to like a traditional drag show, you know, where they like do the fifties housewife like thing. Yeah. And they're like lip kind of lip syncing to like, you know, just a recording or something. Yeah. But I don't know. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I enjoyed what happened, you know. I thought the lip sync was interesting. I mean, Monique literally launched her wig into space. <laughs> yeah Um, and it was not coming back down (laughs) yeah i mean that's a pretty much a no-no it was not cute like you could even see during her interviews like and backstage like that lace front was like i don't know the flapping in the wind like it was like the american flag of lace front (laughs) like it was not glued down right you could see she was kind of messing trying to mess with it towards the end and nikki from Nikki Needs an Adult, she was tweeting me and she was like, oh yeah, like it's because there was glitter under there. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and so, so I watched it back like three times just to see if she was right. And so basically I did see quote unquote glitter. However, it didn't really add up to me because she takes her wig off and is like swinging it around and then throws it up. And we don't see the glitter until after the wig is out of the f- camera focus, out of the frame. So, oh, yeah. So I was like, to me, I thought that they just added that in it as an effect for some strange reason. Um, to me, well, actually, Trinity came forward and said that that was part of her outfit. But then mm. at the same time, the way she ripped off her hair, people thought it came out of Monique's wig. Yeah. So it was like a missed shot for Trinity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was like kind of like present because also they were like, I mean, everyone was commenting on the fact that her wig came off and no one was like, wow, stunning. There was glitter. So. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the season 10 Queens are just like stuck on like, what happened on season 10 and I'm like, please don't make this. Like I saw a meme where it was like Trixie was just like, if I see another like effing brown cow and sponge next episode, I'm killing myself. (laughs) (laughs) Same though. Like that's real, you know, that's real. It's time to move on. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of my, uh, my commentary for that. I think of emotions as a Thorgy Thor song because she performs that song a lot and it's so funny when she does it. So I was like, Oh yeah. How pressed do you think Thorgy was when she saw them singing to that? (laughs) (laughs) That did not click until you said that. Yeah. Thorgy likes that, that lip sync. Yes, girl. But yeah, so that's my thoughts. 
pretty much everything else I would say, like you guys heard on last week's podcast. So um, hopefully you guys will enjoy this week's podcast with a little bit more shade. Because <laughs> <laughs> trust and believe all these hoes are going to get called out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Watch your lace fronts. Watch your lace <laughs> front, Monique. Girl, like how... Get em- that good glue. How embarrassing is it to be taught how to fucking secure your wig by RuPaul on national television when on All Stars? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. I love you, Monique, but let's be real. Anyways. I mean, she... Right. She takes off that wig and it's like her re- bald receding hairline. <laughs> I'm just like, girl, <laughs> come on. <laughs> With the, the last dunes of the highlighter yeah. and like the face beat, you know? Yeah, there's like, nothing to see girl. here. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like really upset <laughs> about Monique <laughs> taking off her wig. Um, we always get so annoyed when any of the queens do that, so we feel you. Yeah, I was like, Avi Trinity will win, <laughs> but does she even deserve it? I mean... She was the best of what what there was, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like week one. Yeah, girl. So also for Naomi, I did want to talk about her because her like talent was basically a repeat of Milk's talent from All Stars Two. I read about this a little bit. I saw some. I saw some about this on Reddit. I should say. Yeah, I was like, as it was happening, I was like, oh my god, I've seen this before. Oh my God, this is milk. <laughs> it's interesting that it's now a talent once Naomi does it. So, well, I don't know. I guess like milk was more annoying though. So that's why Naomi's it makes definitely more, more likable. Like, yeah, I'm like more happy with M- Naomi doing it, <laughs> but we're not going <laughs> to support biters. <laughs> <laughs> whatever hey <laughs> double if, she's, standards. if she's biting you know that's a no-no she definitely needs to you know not pull a toro's on clover's crime here and do her yeah, own shit that's true that is very true there must be some toros in the atmosphere <laughs> <laughs> burr it's cold in here naomi get it together queen yes. Uh, next, just quickly, I just wanted to comment <laughs> because every time I watch episode one and whenever I see Latrice out of drag, like I just can't stop thinking of Carl Winslow from Family Matters. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is, so, this is probably fucked up. <laughs> Have you been watching a lot of Family Matters? Uh, I, I mean, I watched that back when I was like a kid. I watched that show all the time. I haven't watched it lately though. Same here. Well, we've been, we've seen some of the like updated Roseanne without Roseanne and then also a different world has been on a lot. Oh, I don't really like family matters. Spoiler alert. Wow. Oh, that's just rude. That's very, how can you not like Steve Urkel? He's so negative. I don't know. I just never, I never really liked that show that much. Wow. I guess. Well, feel feel free to read Stoney. I don't know what to tell you, girl. (laughs) Have fun, listeners. I have nothing else to say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Drag her. Expose her. (laughs) Thank God it's Friday, JK, because I don't like that show. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Um. (laughs) And lastly, um, I did want to talk about uh, Valentina's talking heads. (laughs) 
because everything she says is like a conspiracy theory is happening. <laughs> no, listen. I'm just like we said the same thing. Like I just love it first of all because she's like if Lord Voldemort had a gay son. <laughs> <laughs> that's valentina and these talking heads yes. but we said the same yes. thing like, everything's am, so over the top we love it though i'm living for valentina this season like the no eyebrow look girl like she committed she's committed and she did she's just hilarious like i don't know like she's not even like this is why i love valentina because she's not a mean girl like she's just like going around being like her goofy ass self and i just love it yeah and she's like yeah. i've actually been minding my business this whole time <laughs> yeah i, I like that she kind of like does the telenovela act but then also she'll like she'll like come in and out of it basically yeah so like she you you can see she's like aware of what's happening she's got like her shady multiple personalities and then she's got like her telenovela star and then she's got like yeah her east la girl like i'm not taking your shit it's fun to watch. Yeah. I feel like the full telenovela came out this episode too, which is amazing because <laughs> like we were all like sitting on the edges of our seat this whole time just yeah. for her. <laughs> Basically. So uh, hopefully next week or I guess, well, hopefully this episode. Oh God, I've revealed that we're not recording this all at the same time. So hopefully we'll enjoy this episode more. So um, before we move on, I just wanted to give uh, anyone an opportunity if they wanted to share anything about their lives before we move on. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't think this would be happening. Did anyone get pregnant while I was gone? <laughs> well, um, no pregnancies happened, but I don't know. I guess I've just been resting a lot from last week's duties. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's been a short time since we were behind the mic, so I guess we'll say like we enjoyed having Nick up here. That was definitely fun. We got to make some chocolate-covered pretzels for the girls mm-hmm. to take home, so that was a good time. Um, I am still getting adjusted at the new job, so that's still all going very well. Yeah, still, still doing good. Nice. I had a good time in Philly last weekend. I ate cheesesteaks. I saw the damn Liberty Bell and uh, went to (laughs) a fun concert, saw my cousin. So I really had a blast last weekend. I did not edit the podcast. (laughs) So, girl, it was a good time. But yeah. So why don't we go ahead and move on? Let's talk about some all stars. Uh, Honesty. All right, you guys, welcome back to Thanks for Coming. This is a little bit of a Frankenstein episode. As you'll hear at the end of the episode, I got food poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) TFC from the future is feeling real good. Uh, I feel better. I'm back in the game. (laughs) So just going to warn you guys, it's a bit of a hot mess (laughs) later on. (laughs) We're glad you're healthy, girl. Yeah, we made it. We made it. All right. So let's get into the tea, Hanny. 
All right, Jasmine, Master's gone home, obviously. Trinity gets super emotional. We sort of see like the Ben de la Creme effect coming back, you know, yes. buyer's remorse, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first thought. It was like, okay, Trinity, do not become Ben. You know, I stand for Ben. Don't do this. You know what the game is. You know what we're doing. And you want that crown, so just grab a Kleenex and keep it pushing, Queen. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're doing this again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then uh, nothing too much happens, so we're ready for a new episode. Uh, The next day, everyone comes into the workroom. I feel like, (laughs) I mean, I feel like we have to talk about Valentina's entrance (laughs) into the (laughs) workroom. Because it looks like she's ready to, to steal some jewelry. <laughs> like, she's like, like, I saw Catwoman, girl. Yes. I saw that movie. Yes, that's exactly right. She's like Catwoman's like sassy sidekick. <laughs> yeah, like Rue better watch all her jewels. <laughs> I fucking love this. Like, seriously, it's just so funny. Valentina is cracking my shit up this season. Like, she just needs to keep <laughs> doing the- shit like this. <laughs> well, I love that she just, like, introduces, like, every look, basically. Yeah. <laughs> this is my summer and drinks and Palm Springs outfit. It's just like, girl, what is happening? <laughs> She's, like, giving you your Barbie dress-up fantasy. <laughs> I know. I was just like, all right, well, all right, girl. So um so we find out in the episode that Rue's starting a girl group called Hanny. Hanny. Oh what was it? Hunt Hanny? Hanny. 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 I can't do that. Uh <laughs> My Stacey Matthews uh, is off. Yes, girl. Big girl love. Yes, but not yes, yes. Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new big girl love. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they have to pick teams and they have to uh, each write a lyric. It's basically a girl group uh, challenge. They have to choreograph all the works. So Trinity and Monique are team captains because they both won last week. Yeah. So now we kind of are getting into it uh I, before we did move on i just wanted to say before we get too far into it and and it turns a more hateful turn uh-oh <laughs> that i did love gia's workroom look <laughs> it was very like <laughs> latin america realness like i just thought her dress was really beautiful so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. looked cute good for her for like dressing in a nice way unlike her personality <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was a read, girl. <laughs> Shots fired. Okay. Shade. I knew that was coming. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, so each performance will feature Stacey Lane Matthews from uh, one of the former seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I don't <And> remember. <laughs> just like RuPaul, I can't remember what season they were from or if they were even on my show. I'm going to let you have that. <laughs> I feel like it was three or four, but I don't fucking know at this point. (laughs) Who really knows? I don't know. It's not Rue, that's for sure. (laughs) So uh, moving on through the episode, we, you know, and this is kind of the start to like basically the folk, well, what ends up being the focal point of the episode, which is uh, the Gia and Farah quote unquote drama Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, I guess uh, uh, Gia had a falling out with a friend. Farah shows up at the club with a friend. They're drunk, having a good time. Uh, Gia feels personally attacked and uh, texts Farah and then Farah didn't respond. (laughs) So that's the tea. Sounds like my 
entire college experience. <laughs> yeah. Right? This, this is seems some petty like a non-issue. <laughs> yeah, this is some petty <laughs> shit, girls. Put on some new shoes and say you're sorry and move forward. Well, okay. Yeah. See, I... Like, last episode, is like, oh, I'm totally here for Gia being, like, a salty bitch this entire season. But I have to say, like, this episode, I was just like, okay, now it's, like, turning into, like, Real Housewives of, like, Los Angeles CBS lot. Like, (laughs) (laughs) ouch. Because, like, I don't know. I just, like, okay, really, Gia, like, what are you trying to do right now? Like, it definitely doesn't seem like that big of a thing i mean i don't know if farah like ruined gia's show or was like stumbling on stage and or like sabotage gia somehow like maybe there's some details we don't know mm-hmm. but i mean to me it seems like whatever <laughs> and uh gia was doing the most this episode she was trying to maybe start a storyline i don't know <laughs> Oh my gosh, all the stunts and shows. I was like, girl, are you done? Like, have you even taken a water break? I'm tired. Like, what's going on? Leave Farrah alone. (laughs) I actually... The bitch is on the struggle bus. Let her struggle in peace. I was was actually really proud of Farrah, the way that Farrah responded, because she basically, like, shut her down. She was like, you're looking for storylines, like... I'm trying to get ready. Like, just get away from me. That was pretty amazing. It was just like, okay, girl, like, that's how you should respond to that. (laughs) Yeah. But also, how does she have enough time to do a full face beat and then just, like, (laughs) walk around the the room and, like, torture everybody the whole episode? (laughs) No shit. Just, like, casually just berate people mentally and emotionally before they go onto the main stage. I know. I felt like I was watching. With a fierce brow. I felt like I was watching an episode of Nailed It on Netflix and they pressed like the Gia annoying button and like she just like came around and annoyed them. Yeah, girl. I mean, it was she just like walks up and like Monique's having a full on conversation and she's like, oh, hey, team captain. <laughs> yeah, she's so, like, and then she's like, doing? right. And then she's like, don't lie to me, bitch. I'm like, girl, you have some fucking nerve. Wow. She's just like, leading the conversation to where she wants it to go. Oh, no. I hope there's not like a blame editing thread on Reddit. Otherwise, you all can crash and burn. Yeah. I mean, I can uh, I can buy into the edit for episode one, but this one is just like, there's, this is, you yeah. can't fabricate this. <laughs> you cannot. That's absolutely right. You cannot. She's just like giving them this gold, all of this tea. I'm like, woo. I hope she doesn't burn out too quickly. Well, I mean, it would be... See, this is where we're we're at now, because, I mean, obviously, we'll get there, but Farrah goes home. So now I wonder if they bring people back, does that mean Gia makes it far enough that they bring back Farrah to just, like, goop and gag her, basically? Oh, I have not even thought about that. Yeah. I haven't even thought about that. They're definitely going to bring somebody back. So, yeah, that would be a good thing, like, if... For the show, anyway, like if Gia makes it further, and there's like, oh, we'll bring Farah back because they have to lip sync against each other now. It just has mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that will be we'll see. a good lip sync. Yeah, but good for Farah though. Like what you were saying, she like didn't really let her bother her, and like I don't know. I just like like we said earlier. You know, I I definitely feel like that connection to Farah. Um, and I was proud of her when she's you know so many times like when when Gio's trying to like gas her up and she's just like girl whatever like she just didn't care. I was like that's so me. <laughs> like right. I just was I just like that when she was like oh because you're too simple minded or something she's like sure whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah she's just like i'm over your shit i smell what you're doing yeah and then and gia was like i was just trying to be her friend it's like girl you don't try and like talk about it by going oh hey everyone says you're in the bottom how's it going (laughs) right that was just ridiculous and honestly even when she when we found out you know farah and um, monique were in the bottom and she was just like going over there to talk to them it was like really bitch like seriously just like go away right now (laughs) yeah i mean yeah (laughs) it was like this is not your time to shine like literally i mean i'm not it, it's okay to call out your fave so Gia I mean she was doing the most she was doing whatever she could to get the most camera time I mean she was self-producing a bit too much and uh I mean it is what it is girl let's hope she redeems herself you know before the season's over we'll see yeah maybe it'll click in one of these future one-on-one interviews and her tone changes or something we shall see we shall so the next point i wanted to talk about was (laughs) how uh, delusional monique is at saying that she was one of the best singers of all of drag race oh my gosh did you did you catch the share needle shade on twitter uh uh-uh i didn't see it (laughs) Cher Needles tweeted in response to that. She's like, no previous good singers, eh? And then she said, interesting, brown cow. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Sharon's had three albums out now, I believe. Uh I mean, she didn't even mention Courtney Act, who is like... You know that's what she's known for, basically. <laughs> right. And, like, she she like underplayed Adore's talent. <laughs> it was just like, girl. Yeah, definitely underplayed Queen Adore. But <sighs> the internet will drag Miss Monique. Just I mean, another learning moment. <laughs> that's the problem. I feel like with Monique and Monet is they're too close to their season that was previously on. So like they're not. I feel like they just don't really understand like the full Drag Race community yet. Like, you know what I mean? Because they, like, they're too close to it. So it's right. like, you they guys, don't. like, they're all about their, like, brown cow and their sponge. And it's like, girl, like, no one cares <laughs> about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to be brown sponge stunning. Like, let's see that. <laughs> yeah. Brown sponge stunning. I mean, if Gross. it's, like, five years later and everyone's saying, like, girl, get those nuts out of my face. Mm-hmm. Okay, then yes. <laughs> You're an icon, but like no one was talking about brown cow over the summer. Like no one, <laughs> nobody. Great point. So now we get into the rehearsals and um, with, uh, you know, Monique, we all know how she is as a team leader from the previous season. She oh, thinks yeah. she's got it all under control and it's, not <laughs> it's usually not it's just like uh i know she means well but it usually just ends up turning into some fucked up version of an interpretive but dance can we like just talk about the fact that as soon as i saw the teams picked 
like Trinity picked the best team, clearly, to, in my opinion. Well, yeah. It was like Latrice, Manila. Just um, like veteran Valentina. Wise, right? like, All the like. It was like. Performative vets. The top performers slash mm-hmm. vets. So I was just like, okay, I don't really think Monique's team is going to do well in this. They might have the energy, <laughs> but the execution might not be there, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just thought it was obvious. They might have the energy. Well, and it was like also too, they had five people. No. Yeah. They had five. Well, she, yeah, they had. Well, who it was five oh, on yeah, was four, Monique's. right? Yeah. It was five on four. I'm trying to remember who had who, who had which. Monique, Monet. It was Monique, Monet, Farah, Naomi. Yeah. They were the small group and the others were five. Plus yeah. Stacey Lane So Matthews. maybe, right. Who's, um, I mean, I don't know. That was just, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I was trying to wrap, try to figure out why she was actually there. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know that sounds mean, but like, I, I do appreciate that Rue is having, you know, queens from like earlier seasons come back and stuff like that. But I'm like, what is, what is Stacey Lane Matthews really adding to this challenge? I felt like it was more just like a shout out. It was probably like in my heart anyway, I don't know. This may not be true, but I was thinking like probably oh rue wanted to get her back for an all-stars but maybe didn't feel like okay well i don't want to get you basically you're not deserving enough to be on all-stars but like i'll bring you back for an episode or because something because of what the internet because talking like about. just how stacy lane is popular she has media. like kind of that memeable like moment with um like Jasmine with like the pork chop and mm-hmm. like eating the meat, like in some of those challenges. She's the original Hanny. Hanny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That That's was a good weird. point. Yeah. It is what it is, girl. I mean, like maybe just have her there for rehearsal or something. Maybe she can give them like Hanny points. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go back to your old high school and you go visit the band class and you might sit in or you might just kind of go sit with your old section and give them some tips here and there. But not this. Not this. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think uh, now might be a good point for us to take a break and just ponder this uh, on our own a little bit. (laughs) Like, why was Stacey Lane Matthews here? (laughs) (laughs) So during the break, maybe you guys can all do the same thing. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back very shortly. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Hey everyone, welcome back from the break, Hanny. I hope you guys uh, pondered Stacy Lane Matthews <laughs> while you were waiting, and uh, <laughs> I, I hope you guys don't mind. I was a little bit late because I was cooking some fresh tilapia in the oven, <laughs> and it burnt. <laughs> so, oh, not so fresh. Damn. Yeah, it cooked a little bit too long. It's not fresh tilapia. It's not even seasoned tilapia, girl. This tilapia is burnt. Woof. Well, I hope he's filling your oats and you'll get better soon. Yeah, girl. I'm feeling my oatmeal. It's fine. 
(laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into the runway looks. Before we do, though, I feel like we just have to pause because Trinity's wig in the girl group challenge was, like, flawless, and I was very impressed, so I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, Trinity had a really strong look. It was like um, if Baby Spice had a bigger sister. Yeah, that was a badass look for sure. Like, I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Props to Trinity. Do you guys think that Farrah was really as bad as they want us to believe she was? I mean, it kind of did look like she was just hopping around. I mean, her dancing was questionable. (laughs) I will give you that. (laughs) I mean, I can, like, as a super white person as, as well... Like, I feel like I could definitely relate to her. I thought she looked beautiful. Like, I thought her look was very strong. Yeah. I liked, I really did like her lyric, like the actual, like what she was saying. I really thought that it's clever and that she wrote a good lyric. It's just, I, and see, this is my thing is I don't know if it was Farah or if it was Monique telling her where to go and what to do, but. I mean, just the performance aspect, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel as natural as it should have, especially if you're creating these lyrics and performing these for your character. Yeah. Jamal, what do you think about Monique? Do you think that she gave us the full Aaliyah fantasy girl? Oh, no. Okay. So <laughs> she was close. She was close. But no excuses. Like, if you're going to wear that 90s ass jacket, you better be able to slip it off of those man arms. Everybody knows you're, everybody knows you're dude, Monique. Like, it's fine. Just um, make the transition. But no, it's just, I think if the pants were a little tighter, not like super tight, but you know, even with pants being baggy in the 90s, there was still kind of like a cleanliness and polish to them. Right. And hip hop and R&B music videos. And it just kind of like looked a little cheap. So I think if she would have elevated it a little bit, it would have taken it there. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I didn't mind the jacket. I thought the the issue was uh, the pants needed it to be a little bit more like fitted around the ankle and a little less yes. I Dream of Genie. Exactly. That's right. So I actually, I like that Valentino was just like, I was in like embarrassed and like you should be ashamed of what you did for Aaliyah. <laughs> oh yeah, total Aaliyah stan. Like I was living for that. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um did we feel uh Valentina Selena fantasy happened while we're talking about pop stars? She got pretty damn close. Like I thought Selena at least a little bit when I saw Valentina initially. I, yeah, and I guess I don't I don't know. I'm not I don't know enough about this about Selena or have like studied her enough to be able to judge upon that, I guess. I only saw the movie with Jennifer Lopez. That was mm-hmm. all I've done with Selena. Oh. See, my mom had all of the records, Spanish and English. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know much about Selena. Uh I think that her that um in this challenge Valentina I don't know if I was feeling that outfit. I don't know. (laughs) It's probably not the first image you think when you think girl group. That's for sure. But you have to think about who Valentina's core, you know, self is as a queen. Yeah. She represents any Latin American kind of, you know, entity. She's Mm -hmm. all universal that way. She said that. Yeah. It's definitely on brand for her. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, is there any other looks that we should talk about? I like Latrice. I thought 
Uh, Latrice's was a little bit basic, but she did have it customized, mm-hmm. so we can give her her get give her that. Um, I really like Trinity's. I'm trying to think who I else. thought Naomi got more credit than what she deserved. Oh, to yes. be honest on hers. Yeah, like I like I didn't think it was terrible, but I also thought it like okay, it wasn't that great to be honest. It was kind it, of safe. Yeah, it looks like something you'd get at like Claire's. Yeah, I just thought it was like a little sloppy. I don't know. I was just like okay, this is not that great. Now I know Gia is our problematic queen, but I did like her look a lot. Like that's when you think stage show performance, like costume. You know, she brought it there, yeah. and it was a nice mix of dainty with the roughness of, like, the jacket. That whole team was a bit too much for me. It was just so sparkly. <laughs> 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 I was like, I don't know where to look. Everything's so damn sparkly. <laughs> Seth, did you feel a seizure coming on? I, I thought so. I w- like, I actually was kind of disappointed in Manila because... She does such a good job usually. I just thought this was also a little bit like too yeah. sloppy for me. That wig was super rough. I was like the, the <laughs> outfit was nothing to 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 write home about. I mean, she wore platform sneakers. I mean, Manila like going from her entrance look to this, I'm just like okay yeah choices also like (laughs) raja raja tooted her look on fashion photo review (laughs) and i was just like okay bitch you're so biased right now because we know you're friends but we are not here for this dreary ass (laughs) pigtail yeah stop trying to sell us a story i'm not buying it gia But let's go ahead and get into some different looks. The looks of the runway. Uh, What do we think about Gia Gunn's look, her pink on pink? So what was the theme again? It was like, wasn't it like high? Classic Hollywood. It was like classic Hollywood. Yeah, something like that basically. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Gia, I thought, you know, this is a little like typical pageant queen, but you know, there's something about seeing like the regalness of the pageant queens like there's just like a presence about them so i really enjoyed this look and i really like mermaid dresses so um i i liked it i thought it was safe like i didn't think it was yeah. bad not great definitely I, safe. I was like okay she put on a really nice dress this she is has pretty. a nice body and she made her makeup look the same mm-hmm well, clearly pink is Gia's color because, I mean, that was like her makeup last week in her Kabuki challenge or in her talent. True. And then this week she had on more pink, like she wore like pink eyeshadow, pink dress. I, I did like her mm-hmm. dress, though. I don't know that I like the top, the breast line of her dress. Something about it just didn't seem either finished or it just didn't look nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But overall, I think it was a really good dress. I mean, it's very That's how Gia. I feel. I'm not, I'm not like praising it, but you know, it was pretty. Yes. It was safe. What about Latrice Royale? I enjoyed this. I like kind of like the lace, um, lace illusion, whatever you want to call it, especially if it's all black. It looks really good. Yeah. I thought she looked very classy. Um, I do. I don't remember who said it, but I do agree. Like, oh, I think it was maybe... And um, I think it was in the uh, pit stop with Trixie. They were like, uh, her and Sonique were like, oh, maybe she could have done like something brighter in her face makeup. Um, because it was it was a little bit one color. Like I maybe she did like a bright red lipstick like 
like sort of Jennifer Hudson esque. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Or like a bright pale pink or something. I, I enjoyed her look though. I thought yeah, it was very solid from her. Yeah, there's nothing to complain about it, but just to give it that like extra something. All star flair. Yeah, a little je ne sais quoi. Zhuzh. <laughs> yes. What about Manila Luzon? Oh my god. Oh, that was the look I of the night died. for sure. Okay, so listeners, Stony, the first watch, he was, he passed out. So it was just me <laughs> and Paul. So this is happening on the runway. And shout out to Nick. He was texting us saying like, oh my gosh, I have like such a crush on Manila this episode. And then that was before this moment. So like he had a crush on that sad Manila drag we saw in the girl group. <laughs> but then she redeemed herself with this gown like oh my gosh and i just love grays and silver already so well no and i woke oh my goodness. i woke up like so i woke up like when the judging was going on and you started um, to come to and that was the first like when i woke up i, I was looking I, I yeah i smelled tortilla chips <laughs> and i i woke up uh <laughs> But the first thing that I saw was Manila's dress. And I was like, I turned to Jamal. I was like, that is amazing. That looks beautiful. And then obviously when I watched the full episode, um, I was just like, this is the best look of the night by far. It was amazing. Yeah. Of all, like, I mean that I could totally see that dress coming right off of like Paris fashion week or something like that, you know? Yeah. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, even the gems on the armpits, you know, that's different. And that's that manila detail (laughs) that nobody else does. It's like, why are there jewels in the armpits? Who cares? She makes them look elegant and beautiful. This is why manila, this is why manila is on the show. And that's why she's an all-star because, and this is why I love manila from the get go is because she does shit like this. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's probably the, the dress was probably the only thing that saved her from the bottom, to be honest. But. And, oh, for sure. We said the same thing. But yeah. So what about Trinity? I thought this was like, this was really nice looking on Trinity. Like um, they said it on fashion photo review. It's really tough when you match your hair color to your outfit. Yeah. But there was a subtle darkness to the red compared to the dress. So it broke it up a little bit. And, you know, yeah, we can say Trinity is relying on her body, but this was just draped really like elegant and pretty. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there was more thought and oh, I'm just going to show you some body. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first time I definitely was like hating on the dress. I was like, all right, that's it. <laughs> but then, uh, <laughs> then I watched it again. I was like, all right, she did that girl. I saw on her Twitter that that whole dress was like hand beaded. So, Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was really gorgeous. I love a deep blood red. Yeah, I thought it looked really good. What about Miss Valentina? Coochie, coochie, coo. Uh, I loved <laughs> her dress. I am so in love with Valentina this season. Like everything she's doing so far, I'm in love with. I thought the dress was amazing. Like, I don't know what else to say. Sierra like, said it right. Sierra on judging. She said that this look reminds her of like, you know, something that would come off of Valentino's runway. And that's very, very true. Like, it was just like a very soft print, the floral print, but it was like a gorgeous print 
we had the kind of nude illusion in the middle, but you know, it was a simple dress, but it still had a lot of character, kind of modern Victorian with that little detail off of the tops of her buttocks. I was living. I liked it mixed with her Latina flair. Yeah. I mean, I, I did like the dress. I thought that the fabric, like the, the the lower part of the fabric with all the printed flowers on it seemed like a little bit cheap to me. Um, oh no! Like like just the quality, not like. And I also didn't understand why it was like shaped the way it was in the back. Did you guys see that? I don't. know. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like the modern Victorian. Like think if you see like Cinderella and like her evil stepsisters, the dresses they wore and kind of how they have the large exaggerated back ends. Yeah. So okay. this was kind of like a, this was kind of like a play on that minus all of that extra ness. Okay. Well, I guess I missed the reference, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I just like, watched too many movies and read too much Vogue magazine. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just like, I don't know what, purpose this is serving it's not for me personally it was not adding anything now being completely transparent it took me a few like handful of seconds to be like what is that about and then you know you go through your rolodex in your head and you're like oh i see what she's doing yeah but i thought that it was overall the dress was beautiful i really loved the flowers in her hair think think of king henry the eighth had like some you know saucy spanish princess on the side okay during his time i need to cool. study some fashion <laughs> i just want to touch the fashion <laughs> i feel like it was like vogue spain or something i don't know yeah yeah that's safe to say <laughs> yeah all right what do we have to say about naomi smalls I actually really liked this look. It was one of those at first where I was trying to figure it out because it was so like severe. Yeah. I felt like it was just kind of like, bam, what the hell is this coming down the runway? (laughs) There's a bunch of hanging disc, but you know, her height saves her because she really is like a model. So it's just, she moves very slinky. The softness of her movement with the structure and architecture of her outfit saved it. It sold it for me. It was I, like uh, Shangela's outfit from All Stars 2. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 See, I thought like Naomi was the night of like, she was like the night of like the cheap looking dresses. Like even this one, I just felt like it was like cheap looking and like, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling any of her stuff tonight for some reason. You didn't like the chrome. Like I didn't hate them, but it was just almost like, Definitely like Party City vibes no. for me. <laughs> Are you telling her that she no. needs to go back to Party City? <laughs> She's like giving you yeah. the fifth element is back realness. I was like, okay, like this is like the office holiday party or something. <laughs> like party planning oh committee with God. Angela. Like she ran I through can't. the doorway and like all of like the streamers like attached to her head. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I have to tweet Naomi right now and tell Uh-oh. her that I don't claim you. See, I, I don't think, I honestly, I don't think her dress was that bad. What what I think did it was <laughs> that the slit, the slit on the dress is really what threw me off. Like, I don't think showing her legs added anything to the dress. So I think had she done, no. you know, this basically the same, the same, you know, idea, but like a full dress dress 
it would have looked a lot better. I'd agree with you there. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. That wasn't necessarily needed. Like, she could have easily put, like, an extra crease or something to make, you know, a little bit more drama onto whatever, what already was happening, so. Yes. Speaking of questionable dresses, Monique Hart... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh god at first Look. like with this i thought i was like okay it looks like i was like it's good but not as good as everyone else but then like i watched fashion photo review and i was like this is, looks awkward as hell like it was just i it was almost like it had You're a bunch of good pre-reveal well i just felt like it had a bunch of good pieces okay. that were put together in a way that made it look ugly. They they weren't cohesive pieces. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like, this is all pretty, but they're just like, you're attaching a bunch of pieces together. That's that don't fair. Make sense. That's a fair assessment. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, once she did that reveal, though. Yeah, the reveal definitely helped. But, you know, seeing the reveal, it's like, okay, clearly everything was built around this neck piece. And maybe, like... You know, I want the dress to be like a subtle mermaid. I don't know. I I really thought after the reveal, I thought her dress was like, I thought her look was stunning. So maybe, maybe no reveal and and just like the the look besides that. I don't know. Yeah. The pre-reveal was not good. The post-reveal was really good. And that's what I mean when I say everything was built around that neck piece because it, it makes sense when she revealed it. And it looked much more elevated. So that pre-reveal look can go. Definitely. What about Pheromone? I thought this was beautiful. Like, Pheromone, to me, can do no wrong. Like, on these runways, like, I think she does a great job. I just think it was one of those things where it wasn't good enough. Because you had Manila, who fucking killed it out of the park. So it's really like, okay, well, yeah, Farrah, you looked good, but not as good as manila so you gotta go (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that look uh her look was stunning she was absolutely beautiful the dress was simple but i thought that she looked really great in it and i and but yeah i totally get what you're saying like it's it's not enough to save her unfortunately oh oh some might get on her case for the pink hair but i really enjoy that kind of shade of pink especially with this look i didn't catch the gold ombre detail until we were watching fashion photo review yeah and they mentioned how the dress goes from silver and at the very bottom it's gold you know i didn't Uh notice that i didn't notice that until watching yeah check it out but all of those colors mixed with her hair is just giving me like champagne super sexy super sultry so it tied it all together for me did you watch the whatcha packin with her not yeah not yeah i mean this is might sound like shade but she looks just like adam lambert <laughs> oh no girl that her fashion or her, her watch a pack and look was interesting <laughs> well we'll what? have to watch as soon oh. as we hang up can we say yeah. like can i shout out real quick to myself for um <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Too many like margaritas. Two margaritas, and he's like drunk now. Uh, Two point seven five. But her, um, her fucking hair in episode one was—I loved it. I could not get enough of Michelle's hair in the first episode of that. Oh yeah. Well, her episode, her episode two look was pretty fierce. I thought. 
her yeah she's pony, bringing it pony she's bringing well, it I haven't, I haven't seen that one yet but i was saying in the whatcha packin episode oh oh i see oh, oh yeah i see what you're saying yeah the okay. yeah she episode, was giving us like one. 80s mama on the whatcha packin video yeah. yeah she's looking she has some really good looks so far i mean every once in a while i feel like there's you know one episode every season where it's like michelle what the hell happened to you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who did they let style you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So to finish this out, what do we think of Monet's look? So I liked, I'm impressed with this. You know, know, it's nothing over the top, but for Monet, this is good. Because what are we used to getting, you know? A bathing suit. Um, No a bathing suit or we're going to church on sunday with the skirt and a blazer so yeah. you know this was good here's the thing i liked it but here's one thing that annoys me is that i get annoyed that we're gonna praise the shit out of her because she did like what anyone else would do yeah, yeah. like because i don't know it's just like her drag has been so bad so many times it's like oh okay monet did something that's like on par like on a basic level. So now we're going to just like reward the crap out of her. Uh, like, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, but like, I just want to see what happens. To episode she three, right? Like more. we need to like, make sure she's on the same level as everyone else. Cause I thought it looked okay. But to me, it wasn't like anything that was just like out of the park outstanding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can, I can go with yeah. that. Yeah. Same. All right, so they get all get critiqued. Monet and Valentina are the top two. Do we agree yes. with that? You know, Monet had a good week. You know, remember her girl group performance was strong, so I'm going to let her have this one. And we know Miss Valentina killed it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any complaints. I don't either. Uh, for bottom two, Monique and Farah. I mean, we kind of expected fair, I would say, just based on what's been happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what about Monique? Was she that bad that she should have been bottom? I saw it coming because for Monique, for a l- longest time, it's been a pay attention to detail kind of critique. And we're still having these same discussions and comments going yeah. back and forth. So she, I think they're just trying to shake her awake. Yeah, if she was going to be the top two or bottom two, I'm very happy that she's in the bottom two because now we don't have to see her take her wig off again. <laughs> oh, thank God. No shit. I feel like that played a huge role in her overall <laughs> development. They're like, shout get out, this bitch some duct tape. Shout out to Latrice <laughs> for calling that out during the Same. episode too, by the way. Same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, girl, there's nothing under there. Why are you taking your wig off? <laughs> She said, brown cow stunning? Not really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, womp, womp. And then, you know, we go to, they go backstage. They plead their cases. Uh, Gia feels like she has to clear the air. She feels guilty because she, I don't know. She says she feels guilty because she thought that uh, what she said affected Farah, but really Farah was probably going to go home anyways. But Gia wants more, wants to do the most, so she goes to like interrupt. Well, Gia knows what she's doing because she knows. Okay, if this girl is about to leave, let me go and play nice, so people look. Let's make them think that I care. Yeah. While I've been dragging her this entire episode. The whole but season. how rude <laughs> to like steal her time with like Monet. Like how rude. 
Yeah, <sighs> I know. Farrah should have reclaimed her time. I would have been like, you need to go. Like, we'll text after this bullshit's over. <laughs> yeah, right. that was bad. Not right now, bitch. Bye. Right. So, Ugh. yeah. So then they, uh, they lip sync. Valentina wins. And yes, she turned it out. She did. I was loving the blur. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> the, uh, she just like... She got the feel for the song, honestly. I just felt like she understood like how the song, like the flow of it, and like she just got all of it, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, let's be real. She had something to prove, you know? Like she knew, we knew. Uh-huh, so she was like, uh-huh. I will know every word. I will give the best performance. And I don't want to hear nothing about me not knowing how to lip sync for it ever again (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i'm so glad she had that because i enjoyed every second that hair was giving me absolute life yeah i uh, I, yeah i I thought she did the best out of the two uh monique Monique, i mean she was like a little bit uh you know just kind of monet i don't know (laughs) she did give us yeah uh, splits she wasn't she wasn't bad but valentina just turned it out so there's no getting past that yeah yeah and then uh so then valentina wins so she tells us that pheromone is eliminated and you know pheromone tells her that she doesn't love her (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it was probably just editing but valentina's like oh shit girl yeah you know you can just see it on her face it's like not this again but then farrah says she's kidding she, you, i mean i could tell she was kidding from the beginning <laughs> but yeah same here same here that, i mean kind of clever that she did that you know she in the moment she was there present enough to do that yeah my favorite part though is honestly like when she goes to chia <laughs> and she was like i love you and she's like you don't love me you don't love she's me like, you, act- you, actually you actually don't love, don't love, love me, me. <laughs> Z snap, bitch! <laughs> it's like Farah is out. She's like yes. back off, queen. Yes. So there we have it, girls. The episode number two is a wrap. Why don't we go to the scoreboard? How did we yes. all fare this week, Stony? Yes, Spill the girl. Tea. So not a like a lot of miscellaneous points this time because you know we're still filling our oats with this. <laughs> um, but so if we look at the scoreboard, the main challenge, the two winners were Monet and Valentina. So Seth and I both get ten points. Yes. All of us get two points for having queens on the show. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Good. Um, just wait till next week, Stony. <laughs> <laughs> I get 10 points because Valentina won the lip sync for her yes. legacy. True. And then I also get two more points because Farrah cried at the end. <laughs> wait, but don't I also get two points because Gia went to comfort Farrah? <laughs> I think he does. Oh, yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> I was waiting for that one, girl. I was like, yes. Fucking, when that happened, I was like, I get two points. I get two points. Oh, damn. Yeah, because you get two points if they comfort the other queen. Messy. So, okay, so, so get, like, summary. Um, so you get this episode. You get, Yes, you get four points. Yes. Or for Gia, because she was on the show and she also like comforted somebody. Yeah. So, oh. so if you okay, so the the point total at the end of two episodes, 
I am in the lead with 40 points. Well, Jamal is in second with 31 points. Very close. And Seth is in last place with 20 points. Yes, bitch, I'm coming back. <laughs> but you I'm made a lot of back. you made a lot of progress because you only had two points last episode. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Stoney's made like it. the glass is half full. I started and from the bottom. On- now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, we still have like a lot left, and I've already lost a person. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see, see how that plays goes. out next week. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, let's go ahead and get into a little quick news story. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right, you guys. Welcome back. Let's talk about some news stories. I think um, I think Stony has a news story for us this week. I do. So... This has kind of been discussed a lot here lately, especially in the LGBT community. Um, But December 17th is D-Day on Tumblr. (laughs) No. So. Today, we're recording on the 17th. Yeah. So, rest in peace, Tumblr. She's gone. (laughs) The keeper of gifts. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, so if you haven't heard, basically Tumblr has removed like all like pornographic images and any type of videos <laughs> off of their platform, Rude. which basically reduced their base by like, I don't know, 90%. <laughs> I'm just making that up. So I'm not really sure. It's a scientific <laughs> fact. It's, it's proven. Yeah. So uh, there's been a lot of good like social commentary on this about like just how Tumblr kind of used like our community basically to build themselves up and like all like Dan Savage actually had a lot of good um, uh, tweets and like even on his podcast to talk about this. Um, So I didn't really want to like talk about that specifically like kind of what I wanted to get into was I saw a tweet that I thought was like very interesting. And basically um, in the tweet, somebody said as of today, like Tumblr will no longer allow um, pornographic images of any type. Um, however, still on Tumblr as of today. And they showed a picture of a bunch of different like pages on Tumblr that were uh, related to like, um, basically Nazi groups that are for like white power and like anti-Jew and all of this stuff. Um, So I thought that was like interesting take on this because, you know, obviously there's some censoring going on with the pornographic images, but we're allowing basically hate speech to be spread on these platforms still. So I thought, I don't know, this would be kind of a good discussion because I think it is kind of screwed up that we can have you know, the censorship, but we're going to still allow like hate basically on the platform. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's very strange. It's very strange times, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, if you don't want porn to be on your platform, cool. But like, I mean, if they're trying to make it more appropriate by taking the porn away, like why are you having like swastikas and like white power, like rhetoric all over your your website? It just kind of doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's a different kind of attack, you right? Know, that political attack. 
And that's where it's like the statement it makes. Right. I feel like it's kind of like it kind of a little bit goes back to like our discussion about the Kevin Hart thing in a way because it's like, well, like, are we cherry picking what we're going to allow, like what we're upset about? Right. Like to me, it's just like, I don't understand how you could allow like if I think of it from like a child's perspective, right? Like if I'm a parent and I'm like, okay, well, I don't want my child to see like pornographic images. So, you know, like that could be a way of like, you know, censoring the pornographic image from my child. But like, do we want our children to also see swastikas and like white power and, you know, kill the Jews, that type of thing. Like to me, that's just as if not more dangerous or it is more dangerous than pornographic images. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I just don't understand like why, like why they did this. Like what is their reasoning behind it? Right. And, and I mean, porn, all those stuff was, you know, it's behind age gate. So, I mean, I know obviously there's easy ways around it or whatever, but at least there was like some form of like, you know, filtering there for parental controls and stuff like that. Whereas I'm sure like all this like strange, like Nazi material is just like free for anyone to see. So it's just way too easy to access. And it'll be interesting to see if they take any sort of like action or make any comments about this too. I agree. I'd be really curious to see what they would say about these, these arguments that are being shared, these thoughts really, because, you know, any kid with an iPhone, just like they could access Tumblr on December 16th before the change, they can still access it now with all of, you know, this type of messaging out there developing young minds. Yeah, it is. I don't know. It will be interesting. You know, I haven't really seen anything specifically from Tumblr um, in regards to that. But, you know, I think we live in a very interesting time and in that, you know, there is a lot of misinformation on all social media platforms. And like, there's a lot of like, hate, hateful things we see on social media, and a lot of like censorship in different ways. So it's just, it's very interesting to me, just like some of the like, and really, it comes down to, I guess, like social constructs, like what we view as a society that's acceptable or not. But to me, it's like, if we're going to allow these images, we're kind of like, giving into the social acceptance of them, right? Definitely. So yeah, it's not socially acceptable for pornographic images, but why is it socially acceptable for, you know, hate speech? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a great question and it'll be interesting to see what we see unfold or see if any, if they acknowledge it or even, you know, try and start to remove these types of posts and information. So we'll have to keep a lookout, you know, to see see how that unfolds you know maybe maybe we get porn back on tumblr <laughs> yes girl give us our porn back I that's know. all we're asking <laughs> i know so well the one good thing about this is that tumblr will turn into a diy explosion once again true i'm gonna diy myself out of tumblr <laughs> so yeah that was a really interesting story like i had no clue about that so thank you for bringing that to my attention i'm interested to follow that now and and see see how it plays out for sure all right you guys well let's move on to like something sexier than nazis all right (laughs) 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 love that transition all right let's do this you guys
All right, you guys, welcome back to Trade, probably the sexiest segment in all of podcasts, anywhere you listen. I mean, who doesn't love trade? All right, you guys, who would like to go first? Who wants to tell us about their sexy, sexy trade? Um, I don't know. Are you ready, Jamal? Um, not yet. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, well, I can go. I have my trade pulled up. Thanks. I lost mine. Okay, my trade's name is Jonathan Morgan. He is an actor, model, director, photographer from New York City, and he's hashtag travel blogger. Oh, wow. We love a good travel blogger. He's wearing nice floral shirts. Ooh, look at that deep V. He has a nice deep V. He's got the girls out. (laughs) He's wearing a backpack in Los Angeles. (laughs) I don't know. Wearing a backpack with no shirt. I don't know. I've just never really done that before. So Seems uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So he's at In-N-Out Burger. He probably didn't eat the burger because that's why he has abs. <laughs> um, <laughs> time to throw this burger away. <laughs> Did you get your picture? Nah. So yeah, that's my trade of the week. His handle is uh, st.john. Okay. We'll have to check him out, girl. Are you ready yet, Jamal? I believe so. I've tracked him down. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So my trade this week is Jefferson Ferreira. He's, um, his profile says Rio in New York. So I don't know if he's, um, a bi-coastal queen Inter what do they call it? Intercontinental. What's the word? International. She travels. (laughs) Intercontinental. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. There's some term listeners tell us. But um, anyway, he looks like, you know, really like natural fit. Of course, he's got dark hair. He's in shape. He just looks like he's giving you that like poppy Cito vibes. Not to fetishize here, but that's just what it is. Well, he looks yummy. Nice. Welcome to Nova Scotia. (laughs) And he wears really awesome trunks on the beach. So cool. Legs and beaches. Yes, bitch. (laughs) Um, Oh, there's one in Disney World. Nice. Oh, it's the happiest place on earth. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for my trade, I actually don't have his Instagram, but my trade this week is going to be Brett. He was my Lyft driver home from work today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Wait, you don't have his picture from your phone? Like whenever he picked you up? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I saved his picture. So look out for Instagram. I'll post a picture of him. Um... His name's Brett. <laughs> he drives Uber. <laughs> uh, he likes to drive during the busy times and look hot as fuck in the front seat of his car. I don't know. Sorry, you guys. Hey, Brett. Well, Brett, you just got stalked and now you're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to call you out, Brett. But I mean, if anyone can find his Twitter or Instagram or anything for me. That'd be great. Just tell him I think he's super hot and he was very nice and fun to talk to during our seven-minute Uber ride home. <laughs> only Craigslist still had missed connections, we could post an ad oh for you. Oh, my goodness. We totally could. Ugh. Well, I mean, come on. Is somebody writing this already? Like, this could totally be, like, the next, the next like, queer rom- rom-com. Yeah, it's the next oh, Call yeah. Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Lift and he I'll pick my, you up. He was my Uber. <laughs> yeah. He was my Uber driver. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
He was a Uber driver. <laughs> he dropped me off and he said, I'll see you later, boy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a cold, rainy afternoon. He made me wait five minutes in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was. Lana Del Rey can be the main star. <laughs> it was. I would definitely wanted to play with his joystick, so um anyway <laughs> damn <laughs> anyways i hope you guys enjoyed another week um and thanks for coming i'm feeling sick so i'm probably gonna go throw up now um it's lovely talking to all of you guys <laughs> it's so fun to be back i think i got food poisoning so i don't know what's going on i'll update you guys next week <laughs> Oh no, feel better, Seth. I know. I've been trying to hold <laughs> it together and put on my game face for you guys. <laughs> All right, Queens. This is an emergency. All right. Until next time. Oh yeah. Also, before we go, we just wanted to wish everyone a Merry Sismas. Hey sis, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam. Yeah, girl. All right, you guys. Let's go for real now. I gotta vomit. <laughs> Merry Christmas, All everyone. Right. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Joyous Kwanzaa. Feliz Navidad. All right. And until next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. I think I'm going to die, you guys.